Hey everyone, if you like the content that you're hearing, uh, please support the show. Uh, we have subscriptions up right now for a monthly dollar a month or up to whatever donation you feel uh, comfortable with. And also, you can hit my link R, which is in uh, the description of the show, uh, to send me donations for Venmo and Cash App. And all this goes into bringing in better quality and also better content. So thank you. Have a good day. Blank period, yeah. I'm a black, brown, and indigenous. Gotta holla if you really feeling this. Gotta holla if you really real enough. Other rappers is delirious. Yeah, it's really that serious. Better holla if you really feeling me. I gotta keep it a hundred. If you don't like it, then fuck it. Ay. We gonna win in the end. Yeah, we gonna live in abundance. Ooh, I gotta keep it a hundred. If you don't like it, then fuck it. Ay. We gonna win in the end. Yeah, we gonna, we gonna, we gonna. I gotta keep it a hundred. We gotta stop all the stunting. You know we coming from nothing. Yo, you talking about money, you bluffing. We gotta do something different. We gotta change how we live in. We gotta do better for women. We gotta do better for children. We gotta listen to victims. Whether Jewish or Muslim or Christian. It doesn't matter your religion. You gotta stand against the system. Or else you just another villain. How you just sitting there chilling? <laughs> like and as up. far as as far as as far as a space that wasn't exclusively black or brown, right, right. To be real, I told you about my Baltimore experience. There was times where I kind of felt tokenized, even in uh, uh, some some primarily POC places, mm-hmm. just because it wasn't like Latin. It wasn't like so. Mm-hmm. But like the Bronx was. That was why I connected so much with the Bronx because it was like we're just all this. We're all something, mm-hmm. and we're all poor, and we're mm-hmm. all just trying to make it. Mm-hmm. That's why I really connected, and I was like, "Oh, I'm back in my home. I'm back where I belong." And then I was in that space in East Harlem. My father's from East Harlem, one sixteenth, where the Justice Center is. Mm-hmm. Like my my history goes there, mm-hmm. so I was like thinking that it was going to be an all black and brown space. And I'm like, "What is this dude Henry inviting me there for? Like, what is it going to be like?" And it was like a motley crew of every color, creed understanding and it was just there but they all had one thing in common they were anti-colonial anti-imperialist anti-capitalism anti-racist anti-misogynist you know pro lgbtqia pro-black pro-independence mm-hmm. you know pro pro-african pro-pan-africanism and i i, I vibed with that I liked seeing X on the wall. I got X on my wall. I got T on my wall. But they taught me things that I didn't know. What I didn't know was the history of like Cuba for real, for real. For real, for real. Yeah. And yeah. just learning about Yeah. <laughs> learning about like Comandante Fidel mm. and just realizing like, oh man, like there's still so much as much as I studied my history and as much as I've dug in, there's so much history of Puerto Rico and our alliances with Cuba and why our flags look the same right. and that that all had to do with the independence and socialist movements of that time. You know what I mean? Like, bro, our, our flags were designed by independent socialist, you know, movement people. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm like, oh, this is why I'm drawn to that. Like, this is why it makes sense. This is why it feels good to be in these spaces. This is why, oh, 
Pedro Albizu Campos like helped write part of the Irish Constitution for independence. Oh, he was the first Puerto Rican to go to to Harvard. And because of his mixed racial ancestry, when he fought for the USA, he was in a segregated, like all black unit. In today's terms, when you look at like Pedro Albizu Campos, I don't know if people would look at him and consider him an Afro-Latino on face value, the way he looks and, and the way he was. But at that time period, he was in the, a, a black unit. He wasn't in like, you, you understand? So I'm like learning like the history and the roots of it and just how this is all connected and was really important for me, man. Like, and it made me feel more complete as a person. Mm. And and it made me feel like that pride that I've always had in being Boricua and being of like Puerto Rican descent, that pride of being a, a New Yorican is not separate from like also being like an internationalist. Right. And being like, you know, uh, 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 somebody who wants the better for everybody, you know? And right. believing in in the in the and they 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 teach me that they te- they they show me that like my rebellious nature is not just because like I was just a kid it was because like I didn't agree with all the you know binary rules of gender and right. I didn't agree with that 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 I that turns out were imposed on us and mm-hmm. aren't necessarily are it's not it's been like this since the beginning of time and you know time immemorial you know these kinds of things you know like they kind of mm-hmm. put it. Like if this is just like since Adam and Eve, you know, right. it's been a man and a woman and everybody's been straight and like people are gay now. We don't know why, you know, it's like, <laughs> what, what? Like people have been gay since the beginning of time and gay is good. <laughs> these were radical concepts to me. Like these were radical to me. We don't comrade, know how. <laughs> com- comrade Henry, comrade Monica, you know, right. com- you know, these different people were the first people to be like, yo, the, you know, these, this has been like this. And like your brain shifts when you learn something new and you're like, oh man, I can't just be like, oh yeah, like it's okay if you do that and I do this. I gotta be like anti-homophobia. I gotta be like strongly, just as much as I have that anti-racism and I'm so like passionate about you standing against, you know, you know, racism. I gotta stand for women like that. And I gotta stand for the pro, you know, for the LGBTQ um, community like that as well. And those are all the same thing. Those are not supposed to be separate things. They're forced to have separate communities because of how they're being treated. Right. But there's so intersection also. It's so scary on that. It pisses me off. You know, me being pansexual, and there's a lot of times when I don't even feel like I'm a part of certain black spaces just because I'm pansexual. It makes me not wow. even feel black. You know what I mean? It, what? It, yeah, because the way they, it's just the way it's portrayed. Like, for a great example, like how Dave Chappelle sounded like oh man trans women are white <laughs> like apparently and you know it didn't really where's he's for somebody who like follow me on this for a second because were you a fan of dave Chappelle back in the day i always thought he was the greatest honestly and okay 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 okay, okay, okay. Greatest. oh thank god we're saying that so I love it, dude. we're there yeah. i'm a huge to me like Hip hop and stand up are like, to me, it's like, right? Aren't they friends? Aren't they like? Right. It's like it's it, 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 comedy brings together comedy. like the sports and the music. Yep. Because everybody likes to laugh. Yep. It brings the 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 culture. It brings the the race issue on the table. It brings the politics. It's a it's a 
it's like you you're on the box you you get your time to talk and like black comedians specifically have had such a huge impact on like pop culture and like you know dave Chappelle at, at the time when we were coming up we were coming up now i can say that confidently um <laughs> was 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 one of the new kings you know like yeah um that's where that's where i that's why i'm so influenced by him because of that and he's intelligent right we can agree that he's an intelligent man Yes, and which is what bothers me with that last special. <laughs> and he's particularly observant. He's involved in his community as well in Ohio. He goes to the actual council meetings. He participates in hearings. He's actually a community guy. But I think that that also messed him up. Mm. That's my theory. I don't know the man personally, but like he, he's very clear that he's been around a lot of like white people in a lot of white spaces mm -hmm. and like i don't even think he realizes how much they impact him yeah i agree because then you because like i agree with them on because his things. lack of his lack of intersectionality is like right crucial you know like i was forced to understand intersectionality because mm -hmm. i was like the only son in a christian household with mm -hmm. three sisters it was obvious we were different in the house and how mm -hmm. we were treated and how, you know, I had to be tough and I had to be this like, you know, stoned guy. And like, I couldn't cry when I was like, clearly emotional as hell, you know what I mean? And how we're socialized to like express anger and that's okay publicly, but like women, if they express anger, it's like, no. But then they have like, they're more in tune with their emotions and how this reinforces stereotypes. Yes that are not true innately. And we believe that these things are innate. There's books on how it's innate. There's, there's, there's com comedians that are, you know, reinforcing these things. And it's so dangerous. It's so dangerous for us mentally. Right. Kids, adults, society, the world, it's dangerous to, to, to re, you know, kind of regurgitate these ideas. And I really, I'm disappointed, man. I expect more and he's so influential in my brother's beliefs you know like i talk to people and that he's reaffirmed what they've been trying to say you know for a minute and um that's tough so i do understand what you're saying when you say like but but i don't under like it's it, it hurt me when i heard you say like you almost don't feel black you know like yeah well you know now there's a lot of power that's coming between black and queer people black trans and queer people there's a lot of power now you know what i mean before it wasn't like that especially when i was coming out or wow. being in the closet especially being in the closet that's why i stayed in the closet because it just felt like the culture was just saying that black can't be um black people can't be queer black people can't be trans when right you know that's why it's so important to always learn the history because we had trans pharaoh you know, shout out to me right <laughs> Shout out to, and, and even recently like marsha p johnson like starting the like whole whole movement right right in america exactly like it's just it's just a it's just a colonized mindset that has to be decolonized and all all other aspects as well too you know it's not just that it's just that we have been taught to think that society is a certain way because this is a post-colonial mindset that we are getting yeah. at now but rest in peace bell hooks yes peace, bell hooks that's why i, I appreciated what you said earlier when you were like 
yeah recipes bell hooks man um i appreciate what you said earlier when you were saying that when you were first getting involved and seeing how the psl is like you kind of felt uh defensive with certain things very defensive that's a sign of decolonizing you know what i mean because i was the same way (laughs) Uh, if if there's if there's anything ever if there's ever anything like legitimately yes solid right they they got a solid line but if there were ever a comrade individually who who Mm -hmm. did something i would still you know tell them like hey you know maybe this is a different view that we could and i would and i but i would trust that like we're gonna grow together in that you know what i mean because i because i've but like, yeah, I was, I was real. I was kind of like, almost like too loud, like not loud, but like, I'd, I'd talk like critiques about it so harshly, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And even, even like, you know, the, the organization space, you'll notice that like with throughout the years, like these things are ongoing growths, right? We get new comrades. They bring oh, in God. like all, we all bring in our own contradictions and like the things we got to work through. Right? right. Whether it's right. like being a, 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 a a man who, you know, my whole life I've identified as straight mm-hmm. and still do, but I understand that there's problematic, there's a problematic nature in the idea of straightness, mm-hmm. right? And it messes with me sometimes because I'm like, you know, trans, you know, a woman is a woman, you know, trans women deserve to be loved, respected, cared for, um, protected, um, you know, and I would never discriminate against that. Mm-hmm. And that's does another that, part. Know, where, where that's a does whole that include, part. And then, and then addressing addressing that that there are non-binary people who have been attracted to, and like what that means in in honoring their gender, mm-hmm. understanding that that does technically qualify me as pansexual mm-hmm. because I'm not attracted to like just cis women. Like I'm attracted to people on a spectrum, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and 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 having that honest conversation with myself. And 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 accepting that that was a process. I wouldn't have had that process personally without my comrades. Right. You know, that's one of the many things that they helped walk me through and and force me into learn unlearning certain things that were misogynistic or homophobic that I didn't even know was. And I'm like, no, I'm not that. Like, and they're like, you you thought this, you said this, you felt this way when this happened. And it's like, mm-hmm. oh man, like, you know, mm-hmm. you, you, there's a there's so much to unlearn, and it is a decolonization process of the mind you know and the humbleness man that's what it, that's what it takes and that's why we always got to have these uncomfortable conversations like some people think that they shouldn't have these uncomfortable conversations and they're like oh he'll learn on his own way I'm like he's not gonna learn his own way he's nah because society's gonna reinforce <laughs> your biases actually it's the opposite yep they tell whoever they can use you can regress yep you can get even worse you can lean into it one of the interesting things bell hooks book the will to change Mm, great book oh my god men masculinity and love i believe yeah. she is the subtitle yep, yep. changed my life forever i was already on a road and i think that's why like my a good trans comrade of mine like was like you know here like read this book i think you would really like out of all the men i know like i think you would really benefit from this and i was honored i was like oh man like you know not for nothing like you know like that means like because there was a time period where like i don't think that would be you know i don't think that would be the case you know like you know just being <laughs> honest you know, like, so I was just like, wow, like I was humbled. I was like, wow, like this is where I'm, where I'm at now. Where like, I'm accepted into the, into spaces that have like, you know, you know, all kinds of different people, like from different walks and different spectrums of gender. And they, they are like, oh, wow. Like for like a, 
a straight man, you're like really cool. Like you, you really understand certain things. And I'm like, wow, like I owe it all to you guys. Like you guys are what it taught me. Um, there's a lot of like over, con over congratulation when it comes to like mask people that are understanding, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Like people tend to over congratulate us. Cause like, they're like, oh, you're so amazing. Like, wow. Like you don't hate women. Like you don't want yeah. like trans people dead. And it's like, you know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, I believe in humanity and I don't think that should be congratulated. I think that, you know, I, like we're, we're, we need to figure out how to like change the world for the, for the better together. Cause it's crazy out here. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, it's, I, 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 uh, I, 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 I get what you're saying because I'm thinking of examples on that. Like when I would say something, and then they were like, "Oh wow, you think that way?" It was like somebody would just be so shocked. I'm just like, "What?" Like for one example is like the fact the whole vaccine conversation, and I'm just like, I'm "Like bro, like well, I'm just trying to listen and learn, man. I'm not trying to lead anything. Don't make me a leader until I'm actually ready. Don't give me that." <laughs> Don't stroke my ego or anything until I'm actually ready, man. Like, I'm always learning. I am always a pupil. I think even professors that are really good professors see themselves as pupils, you know? Like, even, like, yeah. great musicians see themselves still as pupils. Like, for Van Halen, uh, the, 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 uh, the lead singer from Van the lead artist, the lead singer from Van Halen literally will say, oh, dude, I'd still take singing classes. And he's old. It's like it's 80. he takes what classes singing classes still takes singing oh wow classes. till this day he's taking he's trying to like keep up you know take care of his instrument yeah just like literally it, about going. to retire but still wow. still taking classes that's wow. you're always learning and um because i feel like people that do that you got to let them know don't do that because you will let them down or something because you're never going to agree on it wow yeah, that, that I actually had a hard time too because I was like, like I said, when I went to, when I was I was writing a lot of music and like as I got deeper into hip hop, like hip hop will lead you astray sometimes, dog. Mm -hmm. Hip hop is not like the Bible, or like the Bible is not like the Bible. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hip hop is not like a religious text to like follow. It's a bunch of like flawed people mm -hmm. saying a bunch of true and sometimes very untrue things. Yep. Jay-Z said it himself when he like hopped on uh what was the black album? Yeah. Or the blueprint where he comes on and he's like, you know, these are just my thoughts, whether right or wrong, you know, mm -hmm. just what I felt at the time that I recorded this. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you, you know, even then he was addressing like I could grow from from what you by the time you hear this, I might not even have said this. You know, what I mean? right? <laughs> you know, and uh I think that's that was hard for me as an artist because I'm like, well, I want my music to be remembered forever. Mm-hmm. You know, and like, there's people that will lead you astray. There's like, if you listen to Joe Crack, I would have an N word every other, you know, uh, 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 song. You know what I mean, or every other verse, or every other bar, mm -hmm. right? You know what I mean. And then, and then having that conversation with yourself, like, what does that look like as a political artist? Mm -hmm. What does that look like as a fair skinned person of color? Right. That is, is you know, you know, may have like further back African ancestry, but like isn't perceived as like Afro-Latino, you know what I mean? Like having that conversation with yourself and like understanding that like how you're perceived is like, that's basically with the system that created racism, right? Like it was basically- That's a very deep thought, yeah, that's very deep. <laughs> I, right? I can, I can be proud of like my ancestry, 
yeah and never have to say the n-word like there's so many right. ways you know what i mean like <laughs> like and also like i could be from the bronx and it'd be a regional thing and still right. unlearn it you know what i mean and uh that's my argument like and i you know when you're talking about like don't make me a leader i was like i hope like you know that's not like uh when i was younger i was like i hope like i'm not asked about that because like i did used to say it when i was younger and mm. i didn't feel like i'd be a, I, I was like i don't want to be the spokesperson for like not saying it or or, <laughs> or 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 you know like some people get in interviews where like they become like the person that gets asked about certain things right right i got a lot of great things i could talk about you know what i mean like i didn't want to <laughs> be like the they're like, well, so so this person said the N-word, like, now nah, let's call Elias Ali, you know, <laughs> let's see what he has to say about it, you know what I mean? Um, but that's my that's my that's my stance on it, you know. Like I just think like, you know, um, but then then it went into the next thing, right? Mm-hmm. Even hip hop artists that don't use the N-word almost across the board use the B word. Yeah. Almost across the board, including me when I was coming up in the rap game and especially when you're freestyle rapping like when you're first like learning to get your flows up and you just need a bunch of filler words and you just like just dropping bombs mm-hmm. here and there just saying just saying whatever talking about like and then you know like my lifestyle you know like i wasn't necessarily like just like sitting in my room meditating on like you know marx and lenin you know what i mean mm-hmm. i was partying i was vibing i was exploring mm-hmm. so you start rapping about whatever and freestyling to get these like ins- inspirations and then you turn on your music and there's like kanye and like you know even j cole who says the B word a lot and like, isn't like perfect in all his like lyrics, but he's like lauded as like a conscious rapper. And like this, like, you know, part of that, like backpack, you know, tradition, right? Right. Backpack rap. Yep. Yep. Right. Yep. I, I, uh, I definitely agree with that. And I think that once, cause from my experience, once you start to take those words out, you, start to uh become more uh clever with your wordplay in a way um i i i don't say i don't say the n-word in my music anymore because i will mm. feel traumatized if i heard a white person recite my bars and they say they say nigga so i'm like nah i'm exactly. not saying that and <laughs> it really yeah funny. i think yeah i was laughing like, hard because i told my mm-hmm. friend that and he was like oh yo that's hilarious because i say it within the community i only keep it within the community now mm-hmm. y'all never speak a li- spit a lyric where i say it you know what i mean i'll sing a song where or somebody else's song that will say it but you will never hear me spit and say it because i don't want nobody repeating it that's not of the community <laughs> that's that's valid that's valid <laughs> especially now like it's not like things are like communities used to be so enclosed that when Mm -hmm. these cultural things were rising up in the old days like nowadays we don't even have cultural we don't even we barely have regional accents now Mm -hmm. because of how like the world is now like how like people are informed now like the videos we watch the places we live everybody's moving everywhere you know what i mean like so it's the same with culture like people will go into different places and bring that cultural thing with them the way the their slang or the words they say or their derogatory words or whatever the cuss words or their their flows their style and other people will be like well that is in my community mm. right where does that where does that start and end mm. like when you say you have an image in your head when you say i'm only going to keep it in the community but when right. you're somebody who like is exposed to different communities yep when you're part of like the bronx new Yorkian hip-hop origin right and tradition 
Mm. And that there's a school of thought where it's like, oh, the N word is regional. Like we're all the same. We're all Puerto Ricans are black too. We all kind of just fall in that thing mm -hmm. together. And it's like, wait a minute. Like when I'm walking through Baltimore, they're not looking at me like I'm black. <laughs> yeah. They not. They not like. Not. Oh yeah. You know, if I'm like pulling up like saying that, they're like, yo, this dude must be like accepted by like you know. And there was times where I got away with that. And like, how, where do you distinguish that? You know what I mean? Like, where do you and uh, I. I think I, 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 what stopped me was I was saying it too much. And I started <laughs> saying, I was saying it too much. And I didn't know that, like in my later teens, I didn't know when, when it was appropriate. And I, because I got a pass on it, I thought it was okay. And I remember one time I was freestyling in front of a little shopping center. Mm -hmm. It was in front of a subway or Quiznos or something. And I just was like rapping and going in, like responding and going back and forth with my friend and an old head, like, like just like came out. He didn't scold me. He didn't say anything, but he just said it. And like, I had turned right when he was coming out the door and he turned like when he heard it and just like saw me. And I don't know if he was just amazed that like I was rapping and I was Hispanic or what, like, like <laughs> I don't know. Or if it was like that he heard, heard me say that word, but I realized like, I didn't feel good saying it in front of an old head. Yo, they don't play that, yo. Like, and I was like, to this day, <laughs> I was like, I was, I respect, I respect my elders. Like, and I right. thought about it for a second, and I was like, I just thought about that for a second. Like, I was just like, I don't know, man. Like, I think that was like when I like, I, I it's not like I never said it again, but I was like, I don't, want, I don't want to say it in my music no more. Mm. You know what I mean? And then like, I realized like, you know, you could train yourself to not say it at all, mm. and um. Yep. And yep. I, I don't, I don't say it, you know, I, I, I just don't say it. Yep, I might like, I might like, I, by myself, I might like do it in the lyrics, mm -hmm. but I've actually even practiced like censoring myself when I'm by myself, because like, I'm like, you're going to, when you're by yourself and you're listening to music, you might do it by accident in front of somebody else, mm -hmm. which I've done many times in the past. You know what I mean? Like, so like, I, I even like, I, I know like, and I also like just on some separate stuff, like learning how to censor cuss words in general is like some performances they don't allow cussing so like i learned how to do that anyway you know so that and that's how i got over so much more knowledgeable with your wordplay when you uh when you could do that i noticed that. listen i had a friend i had a friend who's been a fan of my music for years and right. he's known me personally so he's probably heard me say the n-word when mm -hmm. i was younger right. in my early 20s and like you know whenever so I remember I was talking to him just last, like a few, like at Henry's wedding, at my comrade Henry's wedding. It's my friend. Uh, uh, he's he's. Uh, I don't know if you I don't know if you know, him, but anyway, he's black, mm -hmm. and he's heard me say it before, and I don't think he had a problem with it. He's never said anything like that, but and he loves my music. He's always loved my music since seeing my growth politically as a man, and he. I mentioned that I didn't say the N-word in any of my music. I got a lot of music. Mm -hmm. I got a lot of music. Like, I got, but, oh, you I know, know. <laughs> I got projects. Like, you know, I got, like, probably probably over 50 songs on all streaming platforms if you put my projects together. Mm -hmm. um, and he was like, you don't? He was like, you be, you be rapping so much, you know what I mean? And I was like, yeah, like, and he was like trying to think about songs where he thought I had said it. Cause he was like, how do you like, you have so much flows and like you, you say so much dope shit. 
I just thought you said that shit, you know? <laughs> and I was like, nah. And, and like, he like didn't believe me. Like even at the end of the conversation, he was like, you know, I'm going to listen to this shit. Like, that's <laughs> funny, yo. and I was like, wow, like that's crazy. You know, like it's so synonymous with hip hop that I think people just like presume oh, that that's, yeah. They all magly. Oh, and then another thing, one time I heard um, a girl say, a young woman say, she said, uh, I like trap, but like, I wish like, like, she was like, I wish like hip hop wasn't like, like, uh, I don't know if she used the word synonymous or like married to like misogyny. Like I forget, she words, used a word like where it was like, you're just gonna get it. Like when you listen to hip hop and I was like, it was just, these things were like challenges like throughout where I was like, no, I could do this. Like I, I've learned in the past what is right and wrong. And I know what is right and wrong and I can choose to do the right thing. And like, I think like also part of that confusion is like when you're raised in like a kind of puritanical sense, almost like I was raised in like Pentecostal Christian. Yeah. So like everything was a sin. So when I was yeah. unlearning what sin was, I started doing everything. <laughs> I was cussing every cuss word that there was. I was drinking everything, smoking everything, popping everything, you know, because I was just like, you know, my my parents had raised me like the outside world. Everybody's just doing drugs and having sex. You know what I mean? Like, like everybody, everybody, every day. Once you step out of the church, if you go anywhere besides work, church, or school, like they're having sex and they're doing drugs. You know what I mean? So I was like, this is like what you do in the world, right? Like, like if you're a rock star, if you're a hip hop artist, like this is just what you do. And then I realized, like, no, like that's not the world. Like, there's people healing. There's people you know, meditating, there's people doing yoga, there's people that are into working out, sports, you know, politics, mm -hmm. you know, organizing. Mm -hmm. And I'm so glad, I got so lucky, you know, that the communities that I was able to center myself in and around in New York, because I ended up at the New York Poets, you know, lounge, or, you know, somebody invited me to the Justice Center to do the open mic liberation mic. And I, literally my response was, nah, it's too political. I don't want to get wrapped up in that crowd. Like, that's literally because I was like, it's not mainstream enough. I swear, that's where I was at that time period. And before I knew it, I was like, no, this is where I need to be. This is where I need to be. This is what I need to do. I need to figure it out. Like if I did something wrong or said something that was like incorrect, I was like, what book do I need to read? Who do I need to go to? Like, where do I need to, you know, how do I need to be, how do I make sure that when people are around me, they feel safe? Right regardless of whether it's a woman or a gay person or a trans person or where they're from, how do, they, how do I not feel like menacing? I don't wanna feel that way, which is the opposite of what I was going for originally. I was trying to be tougher and trying to be, you know, and uh, yeah, I owe my comrades great books and just like, I think like the overall sense of right and wrong like that my parents tried to put into me, you know, even if they didn't do it perfectly, like I think that. All those things like my sound and who I am. That's dope. That's dope. Yeah, man. Cause uh, like they used to. I remember my dad used to call like. Well, they still call. They call it either secular, secular, secular music or secular. Yeah. Wor worldly music. Oh, you know music. about it. You know about it. Wow. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Isn't it interesting though that we are? Are you still a, a believer? Are you in the church? Where are you at with your walk? I don't want to assume anything. Oh me, I'm not. I'm no longer a Christian, but I still like. 
acknowledge that there's got to be something out there. So I'm mm -hmm. I'm on that right, right there. <laughs> okay, okay. So like kind of borderline agnostic ish. Yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah. Borderline. If that's not too yeah. personal to ask, I know you're the no, one no, running no. the interview. You know. No, no, you're good. Um, yeah. So so isn't it interesting? I actually had a conversation with my um roommate uh, a couple years back when I was living in Harlem. And uh, he was like, isn't it interesting? Because we we're both comrades, we we're both party members. He was like, isn't it interesting that like, we grew up in church and we would go to like potlucks and like community events and like stuff like that. And now we've rebelled from the church. And what are we doing? Potlucks and community events. And like, we're gathering with each other. We're like, there's kind of like a ritual to this. It's kind of like, maybe we don't meet on Sundays, but we meet on Fridays and we have a forum. And you know, somebody does like, quote unquote, right. like a lecture or a talk or a sermon. You know what right, I mean? Right. right. Like, so I'm like, you know, it's those things like learning about like feeding hungry people like Jesus was talking about mm -hmm. and like standing up for the oppressed. And like, that was the message that I got. Cause like when they were talking about the Bible, I was like, I've always been an avid reader. I was like, I'm not trying to have them tell me what to do. I want to see what's mm -hmm. in the book. So I got to studying that, you know what I mean? And I was like, wait a minute. Like it says like stand up for the oppressed. Like I read the story of like, you know, Moses in Egypt. And I read a story about resistance and liberation. Mm. That was what I read about. And a people's self-sovereignty. That's what I read about. That's what right. I thought it was about. That's how I interpreted it. And I think to that, that to this day, some people are like, no, that was about, you know, whatever. They could turn that into like, you know, mm. you know, Zionistic yeah. or whatever, you know, like, you right, know, like right. they could take that any which way, you know, um, you know, I don't know how deep we're trying to get in this podcast, you know, what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, isn't it interesting that we end up finding like a socialist space, like, and it, and it kind of feels like a, a replacement for church. Yeah. If, I mean, if that's not blasphemy, no, no, it's, it's similar. You know what I mean? I think, I, I, I mean, think I'm an atheist. With organizing. Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think I'm an atheist. I, I've been, I've been. <laughs> I found liberation in saying like, I don't think I believe that shit no more. Mm. You know, that was a big moment for me because like my whole life, even when I was like learning about politics, I was like, well, I'm not gonna just like replace God. Like, you know, I might not believe in like the traditional forms of Christianity, but like, I believe in what, you know, you know, a lot of the tenets that Jesus talked about. And, you know, I grew up in the Bible and, and things like that. But I was like, a couple years ago, I, I was like, I don't believe none of that shit, like none of it. <laughs> And people were like, yeah, oh, you know, I'm, I'm Islam. I was like, no, I don't think I believe in none of that shit. Mm. Like, I looked into different things. I looked into brujeria. You know, I wanted to get in touch with, like, my indigenous, like, Puerto Rican roots. Right. You know, my grandmother used to do santeria, you know, and my dad, like, warned me against that. But, like, there was a resurgence, resurgence, rather, not a resurgence of, like, you know, a connection to, like, you know, people, like, being comfortable with saying the word bruja out loud. Mm. You know, I think that was like new. That's not that's not common. That wasn't like a, a commonly like accepted thing. And now like, you know, people in music and hip hop, like even hip hop wasn't like that in R&B. But even Beyonce will be like, I'm on my demon time. That used to be like unacceptable. <laughs> right? Yep. Now girls are just saying that. So like, I feel <laughs> like even though it was rebellious and like it felt demonic growing up, I was lured to it because I wanted to be rebellious. But like now I'm like, it's not, it's, it's more than just that. Like it's like, I believe, like, I've seen too many religious people ignore the real problems of the world and try to point me to heaven and, like, point me to, like, you know, some other kingdom that, like, 
is alleged upstairs. And I'm just like, dog, like, but you don't even stand for the people that are struggling here. Yep. Are you really standing for the widow and the children and the and the and the orphans and the How poor? How can you influence them? How can you influence them? All they'll see is you turning your head. That's what they'll see. So I just joined the heathens, the <laughs> radicals, and the and 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 the, and you know, and I, it turns out that the 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 radical left is full of amazing people that actually care much more, I think about how you know about the better good of people i think i'm just dying because you said i joined the heathens <laughs> just a bunch of just a bunch of heathens just 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 the just the slum of the earth like just all of us together just we denounce like the we denounce the gender binary we 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 introduce new words into people's vocabulary that just makes them so uncomfortable and makes them lose their minds like they can't learn new words. I mean, we're just, we're just learning, we're growing. I mean, just the worst of us, you know, just terrible, terrible people like that that just believe that the world could be a better place. Obviously the worst of the worst. <laughs> FBI's watch list. <laughs> Correct, you know, correct. Oh man. Elias, man, I want you to perform. I, we're running out. Of ah, time. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're going on and on, man. This is amazing. I had a great time. I hope I'm not like the longest conversation you ever had on here. Like, did I just not break really. a record? Please tell me no. Maybe second longest. Oh, man. I, I talked too much. I'm sorry, dude. I had to chop one, which I haven't released yet, actually. I have one that's like four hours long. If you need to chop this, you can chop it. You know no, what I mean? This is not getting chopped. This is fine. <laughs> Thank you, man. Yo, I, yo, I, I, I hope I hope you're not the type of person to get uncomfortable with. Like, we have a, like a primarily online relationship. I know we've met in person yeah. before, multiple yeah. times, right? Yeah. yeah. Do we meet in? Did we first meet in the in DC? Were you I, at the P Corps? I pretty sure that's when I first met you in DC. I think yeah. that's when I first met you. Yeah, like yeah. I think people kind of that's a liberation, Mike. And then I saw you for the last time before the pandemic at in New York for uh, really? another room. I forgot. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I forgot what you Man, that was that's 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 precious because I I I didn't connect with so many people after the pandemic that it's like a shame. Mm. Um no, I mean, but we've been able to stay in contact <laughs> online. Yeah. And like I love you, dog. Like you're so cool. Like oh, you support you. me. You support my music <laughs> like it really like it means a lot. I'm at a stage where like every stream counts. You know what I mean? I work full time. I, I organize. I, I'm married. I got a life. Right. I got family. And like right. just you you taking the time to listen and like it, it means a lot because I take a lot of time into this music. Right. It's detrimental to like my schedule. And I insist on making sure that I get in the studio. I'm in the Bronx. I'm in Baltimore. I'm I'm going to different places. I'm like, you know. You know, whether it was like performances or like mostly like going to the studio and just like getting my stuff together. So I put a lot of time and effort and it means something when like somebody's like listening and like they like tell you what part of the song they like the best or like, you know, tell you like which project is their favorite. It's like, oh, like, and you see streams in the cities that they say they listen to it in. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? That means a lot when somebody's like, you know, I'm from Boston and you see your Boston streams go up. You know what I mean? Or they say I'm from, I'm from PA and you see your PA streams go up or like, they're like, oh, I'm. You know, hey, like I'm out in an army base in like Germany, and I'm like, oh, that's where those like couple hundred from like 
you know, Luxembourg or something came out, you know what I mean? Or, you know, right. you know, you know, like that kind of thing. It means a lot to me, you know, like, and, uh, uh, knowing that they show people because like it started to bubble in different places, you know, that's awesome. And that means the world to me. And, uh, I thank you. I'm going to jump into this performance. Oh, word. Let's go. Yeah. Um, I don't, I, I wanted to release something, you know, that show you something I haven't released so that like, hopefully we don't like risk like demonetization of this video. That being said, <laughs> if I mess up, this is live and this is new. You see what I'm saying? And uh, I also just, in the spirit of politics, just wanted to show you some of the stuff that like, you know, having Che and Malcolm and Fidel and, and on the wall and this machete, you see what I'm saying? And, you know, keeping myself around like revolutionary feminism and like con conversing with my partner about this type of stuff and reading, you know, uh, Asata Shakur and, Mm -hmm. I do this stuff so that this is what's naturally going to come out of me. Mm. So that's not forced. Mm -hmm. This is on my brain. And when I freestyle rap, I thought like, oh, I'm not, I'm not in the hood no more. I'm not like even in the party and street life anymore. Like I'm at a different stage in my life. Mm -hmm. Am I going to lose it? Right? Am I going to lose that ability to tap into the hip hop? It turns out all this history is full of like dope people that will constantly give you inspiration. You know what I mean? So I, I, I use my past inspiration and like, you know, I'm going forward with better lyrics than I had before, better mm -hmm. flows, better rap. So I'm better as a rapper at 30, you know, than I've ever been before. So let's Word. get it. Word. This is called, this is called Spar Boy. Cause I've been Word. on my boxing tip too. I recently started <laughs> boxing. Just everything typically Puerto Rican I do. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's Elias Ali. Hey, 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 hey. Maybe I'll have like Muhammad Ali voiceover right here. There will never be another Ali. Look. I don't believe in demons. I control my own destiny. Ain't no future. We control our own destiny. You're gonna have to chop this, man. I, I totally forgot the lyrics, bro. I got I got stage fright. I got stage fright right at the end. Isn't that terrible? Nah, nah, you good, you good. I can always say it. <laughs> All right, let's get it. Yeah, no, but I do want to have a uh, like Muhammad Ali on here, like doing a little vo voiceover. You know what I mean? Like, if you ever dream of knocking me down, you better wake up and apologize. You know, on some shit like like. Like just crazy, just to like, cause it's called Spar Boy. I want to yeah, like yeah, talk yeah. about like my come up and the like, you know, recently introduced to the boxing community. You know, mm -hmm. um, look, I don't believe in demons. I control my own energy. Ain't no future. We control our own destiny. We can make a moment in history's memory. We can go deep and do away with the pleasantries. Body on killer, damn felony, criminal intentions while smoking on the devil trees. All seeing eye is a lie that I never need. Sleep with an eye on a slide like a veteran. Ain't none getting it. That's muscle memory. Young spar boy with the drop on my enemies. Body and mind getting trained like gorillas. Hop in a train in the jungle like gorillas. Smoke like a butterfly, sing like a bee. Young, handsome, and fast, and I can't be beat. Go straight off any track, any beat. Dangerous, but I never blast in the street. Look past the deep at past history. Saturday, nothing is vast history. It's black history. Indigeneity is revolutionary, and it's just what I need. And I don't mean a priest. I'm here for the peace. I'm gonna find my release. No rest for the weary, putting work in the street. Not turf and the beefs, not drugs and disease, just sincerity. Yeah. I might have maybe like a Malcolm voiceover right here. I love that speech when he talks about like 
the white liberal and the white conservative are like, you know, he's like, either way you're in the doghouse. I find it not hard to believe in starving believers, hard to defeat them, organize a riot, and the empire democratizes, demonetizes, journey of a people in America, scary, thoughts of the police from military, hard not to be just a little bit wary, blood in my eyes, seeing red cause I'm angry, this ain't arrogance, ah, this my heritage, try to diss my heritage and my lineage, but I'm not indifferent cause I'm really dedicated to this shit, elevated for the kids, ah, uh, I'm a facility OG, ah, uh, going off like the old me, ah, uh, going hard to the OD, ah, uh, stay hard you don't know me uh it's no love for the police uh stay hard to like od uh no love for the police and it's still no love for the police uh go hard to like od uh all love keep it low-key uh all love keep it low-key it's elias ali that's called spar boy you see what i'm saying yeah that was fine coming man. soon coming that soon that's fine Make sure you I definitely put that. <laughs> put that white liberal talk on there too. Yeah, I, I got a, a, I, I'm not sure talk. if that's the that's the clip that I want from him. Yo, yo, sound got messed up. I, I can. Oh, is it your uh, your hat your headphones? Yeah, it went into like my um. I hate when that it went into the wrong thing. Um, now I don't see you anymore. Oh, there you are. Wait, do you hear me? Yep. There we go. Word. Word. I'm glad this is a lot. Yeah, man. <laughs> You're good, though. <laughs> we all make mistakes. <laughs> good, we did it. We made through it. We made it through. We made it through. Yo, this is a fire ass podcast, man. Wait, I got it. I got it. I got it. Man, I appreciate that. You heard that? Hey, here? hey thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate that big time. Big time, man. So, are you, you got any tour? You got any shows that you want to shout out before we close out? Any, any shows you're doing? Dude, no shows, man. No shows, mm-hmm. man. I don't know what's going on with uh, Omicron and everything. You see what I'm saying? I had a DJ named DJ Sauce Two One Two that we're talking about linking up for a show. Uh, just definitely check out my IG at underscore Elias Ali. That's right. on the screen E L I A S A L I. You see what I'm saying? Um, he was talking about doing a show and showcasing me as well. I'm definitely going to open up the books and start hitting into it a little bit more. Obviously, like I'm right. vaccinated, I support like people being you know personally being vaccinated and, and socially distanced. I know it's hard out here, um, but uh, uh, I just want to be safe. I work in healthcare. I got to make mm-hmm. sure I don't bring anything back, you know, to these elderly folks and these families, um, you know, right. into the community. Uh, but, uh, you know, I'm making music. I got uh, journals out on all streaming platforms. I just got up with a videographer. I'm going to really buckle down, get disciplined, start getting these music videos out so you can see me more um, right. and just making content and just building on that. And uh, that's, that's going to be my next step. And, uh, you know, I, I hope, I hope uh, it continues to grow. Um, you know, I've, I have music streaming in over 40 countries, you know. Um, you That's know what right. I mean? Yeah, I yeah. Uh, that, don't it? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it does, man. It does, man. Yeah, yeah, man. And, uh, you know, my biggest base is uh, New York, the tri-state area, and uh, the Baltimore tri-state area, DMV. Nice, um, nice. Uh, but I got I got people listening to me all over, and I hope whoever's watching this will be you know a new joint. 
Um, it's really Very important, important. Um, and uh, I hope it impacts you. And uh, it's rap, it's R&B, it's, you know, a little poppy, it's a little, you know, mix of sometimes Caribbean. Um, Word. Word. Thank you so much, Elias Ali, for coming on, brother. Um, and I hope you have a really Absolutely. good, enjoy the rest of your evening and everything. Um, and everybody check him out. I'm going to put his, his links definitely in the description so you can be able to follow him and everything. Um, and if anybody has any mm. questions about uh, how can I collab with Elias Ali? Are you looking for collaborations? Mm. <laughs> Will you be down for that? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I don't know if you were talking about other people or yourself because I would love to work with you as well. But uh, Yo, oh no, don't uh, don't don't absolutely. worry. I, I, I've done collabs <laughs> with other people before. Um I, I helped work on a couple of songs with this artist named Ladalia. Mm -hmm. Um actually one of my top played songs is her song Call Me Up that I'm featured on. She's a beautiful I write I write songs for other people. Um and, and you know, we could we could we, we could work on that. You know, if you need if you have a great voice but you need somebody to help you with the lyrics, you know, I'm, I'm down with that. You know, that's my, my passion is writing and, and making melodies. And I would love to work with more people. I haven't worked with enough. I've right, worked right. with another artist named RxB and like my two top songs are like feature songs, you know, like right. um, uh, just anytime like you get together with somebody and that chemistry is good, it's great. And like, also, like I told you, um, you said you're an instrumentalist. I haven't done live um, instrumentals with somebody in a long time and like I'm thirsting for that like I'm aching for that mm. so you know if you're in a band or you think maybe the music will be different you just try it out um try and, it out. Uh, I could send you some some dope work word mm. word word all right let me let you go man because this was great uh, yo this was really great much love much respect <laughs> you see what I'm saying I appreciate you thank you for yeah. having me and uh I'm out peace man peace everybody have a good night everybody Transforming community, peace in our human family, volume and unity, divine light shining individually, collectively transforming community, peace in our human family. As above, so below, feel the pain in my soul, the rep he'll dissolve. Organize, no matter the cost. Politicians starts wars, they don't fight, they sit in the poor. And nothing lasts forever as long as we stay together. Give hell to the masses, watch the unity rapture. This is for the kids and the culture. It's one love, one growth, one light, light war.